Wherever you are in the world, I hope you had an amazing summer. I know I did. Over the last several months, I've been on the road collecting stories for a broad new initiative to explore how people find their way into the outdoors. With grant funding from my partners at the nonprofits American Rivers and the National Forest Foundation, along with Patagonia, I made stops in the states of Georgia and Oregon to trace the routes of the great rivers that run through their biggest cities. From the Chattahoochee National Forest to Atlanta and the Willamette National Forest to Portland, I went searching for a direct connection between people in these urban centers and the wilderness areas on federally protected land about 120 miles away. It didn't take long for me to realize that for many folks who live in cities, nature is closer than they think, and with just a little bit of help, they can find their own pathway to the outdoors. Along this journey, I connected with an amazing organization based in the city of Portland called Hike It Baby. Created by my friend and colleague Shanti Hodges, Hike It Baby connects families with children to wonderful outdoor experiences on short hikes along easily accessible trails in cities across America and more than a few foreign countries. Like any great invention, Shanti says the mother of her idea was necessity. When I was about 40, I found out I was pregnant and having a baby. And my whole life up to that point had been very much an outdoors adventure travel. Um, I was a journalist. I worked for magazines like Outside and, um, you know, you name it, pretty much any magazine out there I would write stories for. And I traveled and I just had a really sort of outdoorsy, free living life. And then all of a sudden, you know, I had a baby and I was like, wow, my life is really going to change. And sure enough, your friends disappear. And I was in Portland, Oregon. I was new to the city, so I didn't have many friends. And then all of a sudden I was like a full-time mommy, <laughs> which was a little strange to me because I wasn't planning that in my life path. Um, and so I just wanted to figure out a way to find people to get outside with. So I initially just built a website, a Facebook group, and a newsletter with the intention of, you know, I went on looking for hiking groups in Portland with babies, and I found nothing. I found one meetup on meetup that had happened six months earlier. So I was like, clearly there's nothing like this going on. Um, and, you know, I didn't have the traditional family route of, like, knowing where to go, and so... So pretty much I was just like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to create this and I'm going to just find people. And sure enough, within a few weeks, I had 100 people on my newsletter list and I was getting texts every day, when are you hiking next? And then it was one hike a week, then it was two, then it was three, and I was leading four or five hikes a week. And hundreds of people were texting me and calling me and Facebooking me. And um, then within a year, we had 1,000. And then people started writing me from around the country. They started seeing pictures and asking, how are you getting out with these groups of people to these amazing hikes? And everyone's got babies and little kids. And, and um, people started writing me and telling me they were lonely and they were looking for friends. And could they start a group in their town? And it just expanded. We started with this, uh, people would call me up on the phone. I'd walk them through how to start a hike at Baby. I called them branches and how to get your group growing locally. Um, I'd, send, I'd pay to send them business cards. I would print up business cards so they could hand them out so people could find the website, find the hikes. Um, and we built a little calendar and it just exploded.
Hike a Baby has members numbering the tens of thousands and with hundreds of ambassadors around the world. This remarkable organization brings families and children into the outdoors to become not only nature enthusiasts, but also environmental stewards. I'm James Edward Mills, and you're listening to The Joy Trip Project. You know, we're now in 300 cities. We're all over the world. We had um, something like 36,000 hikes in our calendar last year. They're all volunteer-led. We have 600 ambassadors. It's just, it's a full-on nonprofit. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, clearly, there was a lack of information. Yeah. There weren't any resources. Yeah, and I think the average person would say, well, why don't you just go to the local outdoor store? Or, you know, why don't you ask a man? <laughs> you know, or, yeah. or someone who knows more than yeah. you. And I'm, I'm kind of curious to know what it was that was most challenging, you know, in terms of starting from literally scratch, in terms of how do you go about making a safe and uh, productive environment for a child? You know, really the thing that was happening that I saw was that I would go on and look for a hike, and I would say family-friendly, and I'd get there, and it was fine when I was still carrying Mason. I could carry him onto a tough trail, but still, you know, you want to be careful about your footing, not too steep. But then as I got going, it just family friendly was really not very family friendly anymore. And that's when the community really kicked in. And I just saw how important it was to have these resources. And so from there we grew and we just started building out resources. And um, it just, you know, I think that right now we're at this point where um, there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet. And so sure you can find information, but if you're, especially if you're new to hiking, new to the outdoors, maybe you are carrying extra weight and you aren't comfortable with what says easy and you get there and it's not an easy trail for you and your body. Um, if you are maybe from, you know, maybe you're an immigrant in America and you are from South Africa and hiking is not really very safe in South Africa if you're a woman going out alone. So you have some already fear this is one of our ambassadors ha has this exact story and she loves now that she's in America and she can hike anywhere and she's so free, but she also needs to find good trails that are good for her and her daughter. Um, so there's so many things. So it's just, it's just this community was needed. It was so time and, and you don't want to just have to rely on just asking a friend who maybe has a different perception of what a good hike is. You want to rely on a community of people that are like you doing it. So now you've written a book uh -huh. named after your organization called Hike It Baby. What are the primary themes or, or primary points of focus with the advice that you give through that book? Um, in the book, Hike It Baby, it's really just a hundred adventures that what I did is I hit up the Hike It Baby group and an Adventure Mamas group, a couple of other groups that I was part of for women and, and families out hiking. Um, I like to always say families because Hike It Baby is an all-family thing. It's right. not a woman-based thing, although... Our membership shows 80% women because usually moms sign up and then the family joins in. Um, but so yeah, so I, I asked everyone, what's the best hike you can find out there for, or what's your favorite hikes? And then people wrote into me, sent me all these ideas. I went and researched them and that's in there, but also just tips for like how to, what to pack in your bag. And um, I also shared some different stories of families that would not be normally considered your traditional hiking family. Um, just so people would be able to identify with, with someone in the book um, I also really worked hard to make sure that 
not everybody looked like the typical outdoor rock climbing family because that's sort of a pet peeve of mine is that um, although I'm sure my family kind of looks like that, <laughs> I don't think um, it's really fair to keep continuing that image of the outdoors because it doesn't create space for everyone. Let's talk about that a little bit more because you know, a lot of the work that I do is along the lines of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that is a primary tenet of that is being able to identify with a particular activity mm -hmm. based on physical, visual representation, things that you can see and, and personally identify with. How difficult is it for you to create role models that are reflective not of the hiking community mm -hmm. but of the world at large? Um, luckily in Hike Baby, it's been somewhat easy. I mean, obviously, because we've been mommy to mommy telling each other about the group, it did end up for, you know, especially in the beginning, very white, female, middle-class families. But, you know, since the beginning, we've worked really hard to debunk that and continue to create a community that's a lot more open space. So, you know, in the book specifically, I mean, I, with intention, put an African-American boy and a white boy on the back cover. That was intentional. In the center, when you flop open the book, there's a girl with Down syndrome. So those were very intentional moves with the thought of, I want someone to, the first feelings they get of this book, um, the cover you can't tell, but the little girl on the cover is Native American um, on her grandmother's shoulders. And you can't tell that. I didn't want to be so point blank to say that, but I wanted to make sure that I know this book is working really hard to represent a different story, and then that way that carries over. So with Hike It Baby, we very intentionally, we focus on dads, which is a actually a minority in the mommy world, in the parenting community, in the, out, in the outdoor parenting, you see mom and her baby, you know, like you just don't see dads that much. So that, that was actually, that's actually- Well, single dads. Especially single dads. But dads in general, you see mom and dad together. You don't see dad out by himself with three children. Right. And that's- too bad. So we really work hard to bring that story to light. Um, also just um, really showing lots of different families together. So we'll purposefully do photo shoots. Um, every photo shoot we do, we're like, okay, you know, like my friend Bintu will do the photo shoots with us. She's from originally from Sierra Leone um, and her family and she's Muslim. So, you know, this like we really work hard to bring groups of people together so that no matter what city you're in in America, you feel like Hike It Baby imagery, our storytelling, it's all representing all different kinds of stories. Um, we translate our videos to Spanish. Um, we are translating all of our downloadables to Spanish. So all of our fun sheets for kids' activity sheets to do, all being translated into Spanish. Um, focusing on Spanish first because it's obviously the second language in America um, and growing, <laughs> um, but working towards other languages that we can, you know, I just pulled a, a map of the most uh, popularly spoken languages in each state of the country, and I actually would like to start targeting some of our language stuff, like we saw there's a huge Russian population in, I think it was in Oregon, and there was a huge um, Filipino population in California, so we're going to start looking at how we can do that. Wow. Now, inclusion is obviously very important huge. to you. And... <laughs> I think that when we think about the environment in general, the natural world, stewardship requires inclusion. Mm -hmm. You know, how much do you think your work is influencing the creation of a perhaps, you know, more comfortable, better informed, more inclusive in natural environment for, for people to enjoy? Um, everything we do is all about that. Um, we literally, one of our tenants of our organization is we leave a trail better than we found it. 
Um, we work, we actually made a Leave No Trace video with Deuter um, in, to show how Leave No Trace with a toddler is going to look very different than Leave No Trace with a teenager. And so it's really important that parents not feel judged, not feel like if maybe culturally, their culture is a culture that doesn't, isn't as environmental as maybe another, <laughs> that they can really work, that they can see a pathway to, to creating a more environmental um, a thought of the land that you're on. Um, we're also, I don't know if this is out yet, but we're working on a, a dirt bag with Deuter that's gonna be a Leave No Trace Hike It Baby dirt bag for kids. And the cool thing about that is they have really neat ones they do with Leave No Trace that have a buckle on it that's too hard for kids to do. So this is just a drawstring so kids can take it on trail, pick up trash, wash their bag. So everything we're doing is focusing on how we're using, leaving our city parks better, our state parks better, our federal parks better than when Hike It Baby arrived. So it sounds like you also have a new technology component to your enterprise. Tell me a little bit about the website that you recently developed. Yeah, well, we just relaunched. Um, the website very originally was built by me at 3 in the morning while nursing my son. Um, and, you know, I just built a WordPress website and threw in a calendar tool, and that quickly we outgrew it within a year. It was like, this is way more complicated than my technological brain can handle. So now we just are in, this is probably our third relaunch since we started five years ago, and this one is big. Um, we partnered with L.L. Bean to build the largest family trail guide in the country, which will allow families to go online and find a trail in any city they're in pretty much across America. Um, right now we have a 1,000 trails in there, by the end of this year, we'll have 2,000 at least, if not more. Um, and it allows you to open it up and see things like, um, is it ADA accessible? Is it, uh, do you need a carrier with you? Can you have a stroller? Are there pets allowed on that trail? But also things like emergency services, cell service. Parents care if there's gonna be cell service. You know, they're more nervous than a normal hiker, where their normal hikers trying to escape cell service. We're, we often wanna stay in cell service. Um, the trail head sign when you get there, so you know you're at the right trail. That's a scary thing for parents. Um, the parking lot, what does it look like? What is it gonna be like getting your kid out of your car in that parking lot if you have four kids? So all of these things matter. So we're using um, the website to do that and it's totally free. So Hike It Baby has a $10 a year membership to join and see some of our closed areas like our downloadable area and things like that. But this, the trail guide is free for everyone. And the intention of that is we hope this will open space where potentially you know, a community center in an inner city can go on there and tell people, here's trails that are right around us here. Wow, now you described your organization as a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. This sounds like, like a pretty, lucrative is way too strong of a word, but I mean, it sounds like you're, you're getting huge points of engagement. What's your business model? How, how are you successful with this? <sighs> By everybody working for free. <laughs> Um, we've, you know, people always joke, and I've had people say to me, like, wow, you have built out a huge nonprofit like a startup. And that was from the start. I mean, in the beginning, we were a for-profit, but not really. We were an LLC to protect my family from any liability, because I saw thousands of people were hiking, and I'm like, oh my god, that's in our name, like, if anything happened. Um, but then, as we looked at it, the intention was always to keep it, it low, if it's budget, like, low-cost entry point. So it's $10 a year. Um, that is to help us uh, meet the public support test, but it does not fund the organization because we don't necessarily have that huge of a sign up to support that. So we actually have sponsors and brands that are working with us, which is amazing. And they get that what we're doing is we are really truly getting families who never thought about hiking before on trail. 
I can't even tell you how many times people write to me and say, I never owned hiking shoes before I started with Hike It Baby and, you know, or, you know, I moved from this city to this city and I found community right away and I had a whole new community to hike with. So we are bringing that entry level in, in a way that I don't think the outdoor industry has ever really tapped into because um, the adrenaline fueled, like, climb that peak in a distant land is not really the Hike It Baby Way. The Hike It Baby Way is a hike can literally be putting your baby on you or walking with your kids down the street to the park. That can be a hike in our world. So I think it's safe to suggest that you created a social media platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you're not Facebook. No. Can you imagine growing to the point where, you know, you can't afford not to make money? Yeah, I mean, you know, we are... Um, we are at a point now where we're at least able to fund the things we're doing, which is really important to us. And we don't really care about making money. We just care about continuing to develop tools that will create accessibility. So that is at the cornerstone of everything we do. Um, and our goal is to not just be a Facebook page. I mean, a lot of times people would say to me, oh, just ditch the website. It's really expensive. And just do a Facebook page for Hike It Baby. Just have Facebook pages, you know. And... Um, you know, and even Facebook, I've been there a few times to meet with them and they're just like, you know, why aren't you guys using Facebook for this, that, and the other? And like, we don't allow any of our communities to use Facebook events because then that means people haven't signed the liability waiver, which puts the whole organization at risk as well as the hike hosts. And, you know, people just don't think about liability in our culture, which is a bummer. And Facebook really encourages and other, you know, there's lots of encouragement of just like throw a group together and go out and do it. But, you know, we've got to think about the ramifications and the safety. And when you have children involved, it's a whole nother ball of wax. <laughs> so, um, so we really, um, you know, we've, we've gotten really big because of social media, so we appreciate it. Um, we love, you know, we love our Facebook communities. It's a great platform to talk on, but really at the end of the day, in real life is what matters to us and making those connections person to person in real life. Um, we are there for anyone that wants a community to sit with blogs and, you know, all kinds of information and we have a Facebook group where you can get on and ask questions, but um, at the end of the day, the 250,000 people on Facebook aren't the ones necessarily that are going out and hiking every day and filling our calendar with those real-life connections. And without real-life connection, you don't really make change happen. So what does the future hold? What do you look forward to? What do you aspire to with this? Um, well, for me, I mean, it's been an interesting year. I stepped down as executive director, and um, Jessica Carrillo Alator filled, she's filling that role now. And um, she's been involved with me since the very beginning, so it's awesome that she's taken that on. Um, and we have an amazing team of men and women that are just making it happen. Um, so, you know, for me, I just really want to help other movements continue to build out and show, you know, what we've done with Hike It Baby is. It's, I think it's amazing. It's incredible that this many volunteers could pull together thousands and thousands. I mean, to have 36,000 real-life connections happening every year in hiking with families, that's incredible. That's an amazing space for all kinds of change to happen, positive change. So, you know, I'm hoping that with everything we're doing, we really can start to see a very different outdoors through starting with family. So is there anything that I might have neglected to ask you, or is, or is there any area that you're particularly excited or passionate about? That um, I mean, one thing that I find that's interesting is, at least in the outdoors industry, um, you know, there is a lot of talk of um, diversity and inclusion, but the family story never gets talked about. 
And so people don't realize that families are left out of the conversation. You know, when you walk around a trade show or you go to an REI, you really don't see, if you see a picture of a family, it's mom and dad and the, you know, and the two kids. It's not, um, and it's not little babies. And what we need to start recognizing is that if we don't start babies on trail at birth crawling in the dirt, like, there's no hope. I mean, that's really where we have to start because kids aren't interested if you suddenly start taking them out at seven and eight and nine years old or creating nature programs in school. You need to start at birth. And, you know, we are finally seeing the, you know, I just wrote about this in an article for REI, the digitization of kids is causing that when kids hit five, six, seven years old, we are seeing, you know, their muscles, their muscles aren't as strong. Um, their ADD, ADHD, behavioral issues are on the rise, um, immunity, terrible immunity, and that's because kids crawling around in soil, babies crawling in soil actually helps protect them, their immunity. And that's, that's been proven now. There's science out about that now, which is incredible. So the conversation of family needs to open up, and it needs to be you know, talked about more, and I think just as we get into talking about diversity and inclusivity for people to start recognizing that it also needs to include family in that that conversation, or little little children, children under five. Sure. One other thing that I was really hoping to, to chat with you about is the notion of urbanization mm, yeah. you know, or urban spaces. Mm -hmm. What are you doing specifically to address the interests of you know places that might be removed from nature? So with Hike It Baby, we redefined the word hike from the beginning. And hike means any means stepping out your door. And so for us, we have in literally in our calendar, one of the options you can check is urban stroll. And that's really important to us, that an urban stroll is just as much of a hike as climbing that distant peak. Um, and so actually that's probably one of our most popular things is sort of the coffee shop walk where people just gather together in a park and then they go walk to a garden. Like my favorite hike was in Portland. I would meet everyone at Arbor Lodge Park. We would hike around the neighborhood and then we would end up at an urban garden, just a small little garden in an alley. And then the kids would play in the garden. I mean, that's amazing. And that is a hike because to a child, their experience of nature can be a, a, an empty yard, an empty, you know, grassy, weed-filled yard. Mm -hmm. that, that is the great outdoors to a child. They don't have this notion of, I have to go, you know, climb a faraway mountain. <laughs> so it's really, I think it's really possible to find nature and introduce children to the outdoors in even the most urban of settings. All right, well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. This has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you. Hike It Baby has branches located in cities everywhere. If you can't find one near you, maybe you can start one. If you want to learn more about how you can get involved, just visit them online at hikeitbaby.org. For the Joy Trip Project, this is James Edward Mills.
New music this week by Michael Shines and Paper Planes, courtesy of Artlist. The Joy Trip Project is made possible thanks to the generous support of American Rivers, the National Forest Foundation, and Patagonia. You'll find links to their websites on my website at joytripproject.com. Listen to upcoming editions in which I'll explore more pathways into the great outdoors. In the meantime, I want to hear from you. So please drop me a note with your questions, comments, or criticisms to info at joytripproject.com. For now, go be joyful. And until next time, take care. <laughs>